warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. As Father Anthony does a little jig for those of you watching on Forza Catholic's new YouTube channel. Boy, what a special thing that was. For those of you just listening on the radio or the podcast, that was just a gift for me. Uh, <laughs> Father Anthony Sharapa is here. Father Anthony, how are you, buddy? I am existing. I have not ceased to exist. Um, in that sense, I am doing okay. Well, that's a strange answer. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'm not doing great because everything is terrible. I'll be straight up honest with you. Okay. 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 Let's get into this. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like. I like it. digging into your pain. It's fun for me. Please do. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? So you are you are a priest, and yeah. uh, masses are canceled. Okay. So I still say mass, but I do it for people who aren't there it's so weird it's so weird so basically we had all these masses we we would do during the week and on the weekends my diocese like every diocese in the united states of america right now has canceled public mass and it is so freaking weird so yeah so we we've been doing live stream of our masses and that kind of thing it, but it, it's just not the same. It's just super odd. You know what would have been a really cool thing to have during this? Like, li like everybody's live streaming now. Like, I'm trying. Right. You're trying. Like, everybody w is trying, right? Yeah, it would have yeah. been really cool to have a Twitter account with about 19,000 followers right about now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have to remind myself that uh, that God doesn't need me. Like, God likes to use me. He will. But he doesn't need me. So I'm just telling myself he doesn't need my big Twitter account that people will, will survive without it. So in the early 2000s, there was this band called Casting Crowns that wrote every Christian song. You're aware? Yes, okay. yes, yes I am aware of them. Uh, so like they, and, and like what I mean by they wrote every Christian song is that they wrote one song once and then just put different words to it and kept releasing it. So like it got kind of cliche after a while, but I'm not going to lie. Casting Crowns, uh, I saw them in concert. Uh, good stuff when they were first getting started. There's still one lyric. And it's very similar to what you were just saying that I've just latched onto forever. And like I'll say it to people, and I don't reference casting crowns so that I sound smart, but I am now. I'm letting I'm letting the podcast listeners know. Yeah, yeah. He's, they, he says, um, "How refreshing to know that you don't need me. How amazing to find that you want me." You know, like yeah. you don't you don't. So there's like the good side. It's it's freeing on both sides. It's like. I, you don't need me. I don't need to run myself ragged, run myself to the bone. You've got this. Like, this is, it's just your job, Jesus. <laughs> you know, I'm just a yeah. little helper. You know, if a job doesn't get done, who gets in trouble? The boss or the little helper? The boss does. He's in charge, right? Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. But even even then, it's like, he's like, I want you still. And that's really nice to think about. I like a God that wants me. Nobody yeah. else does. 
<laughs> well, that's, that's the thing if god wants you who cares what other people want or don't want because they don't Me. matter as much as god <laughs> right i know i know that's what we're so weird because we'd rather have affirmation from creatures than the creator because we have a weird goblin brain that clings on to little earthly things but yeah yeah <laughs> if you're not watching this on youtube you're completely missing out <laughs> uh so i i i, I... I've never really pictured myself. I've even heard you say that before. And mm-hmm. I never really like you. It's a beautiful thing to say the creature and God thing. And yet yeah. somehow my first thought is I'm just going to walk around and call every person. I see a creature and see what happens. <laughs> right. You'd be theologically and philosophically correct, but uh, your interpersonal skills would, would get a, would get a, uh, an F if we will. Yeah. So you know what drives me crazy, Father Anthony? Lots what of things. What drives you crazy? What's currently driving me crazy yeah, is do. all of my co-hosts, whenever I say something funny, they, they move away from the mic to laugh. So what it sounds like on the recording is I say something funny, dead silence for three seconds. Oh, you guys, what you do, because if you laugh into the microphone, it's really obnoxious. Like, ha, 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 ha. This is called Forte really Catholic. Terrible. Be loud. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I just thought that was good mic etiquette, you know? And also, when you move away from the microphone, People can get the like audio image of someone throwing their head back in laughter. Isn't that like a thing? Yeah, but y'all aren't good at it, and it just sounds like dead air. <laughs> <laughs> you did it again! I you did, did it have again! It, have it. Oh, you're the worst. Uh, speaking of being frustrated, though, mm-hmm. uh, you are you are one of the ones I'm frustrated with for a plenitude okay, of reasons. Why you're frustrated with me? I'm very why frustrated. Why have I caused you so much pain, You've Taylor? You've been such a bad friend to me this week. Explain. So. I text you mm-hmm. this awesome thing. Somebody drew you as an anime character and it was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And you responded. And, and, that, and then the next day I was like, Father Anthony loved it. Thanks for sending it. Cool. He's like, here's you. And there's me and you as like, and then he wrote like the Forte Catholic podcast. Like there's an anime version of shows for you and I that I will yeah. share with this episode. And it's yeah. awesome. I texted it to you. No response. I texted you a, a, another request for a conference that I'm working with, with that we'll talk about later. No response. Hmm. I, I texted you a couple other things. No response. The next day, I see you tweeting, and you're like, oh, it's okay. I I, I was taking a day off for my mental health or something like that. I was like, okay, okay that's fine. Like, I, I'm totally behind that. Yeah. You still haven't texted me back. <laughs> well. Excuse and, me for and not being I'm attentive you, you just laughed to out your of the microphone again. <laughs> when I'm in existential, existential angst and depression because my job has been basically canceled, and so I'm all over the place. So, but you're right, Taylor. Okay, so okay, excuses aside. Uh, but he, I'm sorry. Here's the, I have been a bad friend. I've been like half. Oh, I'm not yeah. done. Don't apologize yet. <laughs> The second thing, and the first one's silly. The second one is kind of real, or it is real. I'm not going to even say kind of, because mm-hmm. I saw like so. There was the day of nothing, and then you you and then you responded on Twitter, and you said, "Okay, here's uh, here's you know what's been going on." Okay, cool. I totally understand. It's fine. Can I say that? Can I say you're on Twitter? I have a secret Twitter account. If you try to follow me, I'm just going to reject your request. I, I so, realized sorry, as I said personal. it, and then I saw your face. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay, so you so you responded, and, and I was like, okay. And then, like, that day and the next day, you're, like, 
you're you're tweeting about how th- things are going not great, how you're having this existential crisis, and I'm like, you know what would be nice during that time? A friend. And I constantly reach out, nothing. <laughs> and then finally, after like four or five days, you respond, you'd be like, you know what, Taylor, I agree. We should hang out. And I said, okay. And then you were like, never mind, I have plans with someone else. I was like, dang it, father. <laughs> Okay, because here's the deal, Taylor. Here's the deal. Okay, let's get real, real. Okay, this will be good. If I start talking to you about what's going on, then everything that's going on gets super real. If I just like mouth off on Twitter, it's like a coping mechanism that I get a kind of like release, but I also don't have to really deal with my problems like I should. So basically, I'm not a healthy person and I don't want to deal with my problems. Because if we had to have that conversation, I'd probably actually have to deal with stuff. Because so, I trust you with real stuff. So I've been avoiding you. Wow. I've been avoiding my problems. This is so oh. hurtful. You're saying that you like you you would rather go to Twitter than me. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I have a sickness. I have a little goblin brain inside me that doesn't want to do real stuff right now. And because I trust you and feel comfortable being vulnerable with you, I am running away from that. Because I don't want to go through the pain to go to healing. Maybe you can somehow empathize with that. Maybe not. I don't know. I can. And I feel like right now, literally right now at this moment in the podcast, we are at the point that I put you in at the SLS conference because I started going to confession live. And you had a choice to make. Either refuse that confession or hear it. I now have a very similar choice because (laughs) I know that the right thing right now to do would be to stop this this radio show and to sit here and talk about it Uh, because I I finally feel like you're in a place that you can talk about it. But I'm also doing a radio show and I can't stop. (laughs) So I'm, I'm in this weird place. What should we do? Should we stop and talk as friends or continue to ignore your problems? No, no, no. Okay, we, we can talk a little bit about this in a little way because I think this is important because I'm dealing with stuff. Anyone who's listening to this podcast is also dealing with stuff. <laughs> what, a, what a novel thing to say. Right? <laughs> Everyone is dealing with stuff. No, no way! Like, you, know, you know, so for me, at least I can still celebrate Mass. I've got a chapel right down the hallway from where I'm recording right now, you know? But there are other people who, like, their Sunday... And their time in prayer is everything to them. And that's been taken away. There are people who may be listening to this and who are alone. And so when you're in this place where like everything has been taken away, even really good things, and it feels like you're left with nothing, that that shakes someone up. So there's a lot of people who I'm sure listening to this right now going through a crisis of faith. So you need to, oh my goodness, it's moments like this. That God in his providence, I think, is asking us to really look and see what is our relationship with God. You know, it's one thing to go to him in the comfortable ways. So maybe we're comfortable with going to adoration. We're comfortable with going to mass. We're comfortable with going to churches. But now that that's not a possibility, we have to like just rip our hearts wide open and all that ugliness and fear, and that's always been in there, but is now being revealed because that's all we have left. We have to take all that gunk and then give that to the Lord. And my goodness, that's a really tough thing to do. I brought you, you a you... present, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my gunky heart, Lord, here it is. You know what's easier than giving, Lord, the gunk in your heart? You know what's easier? Mouthing off on Twitter. You know what's easier? Playing video games all day Monday. You know what's easier? Ignoring your friends and taking naps. 
you know it's all these things we do to numb ourselves and we have to enter into like the really hard stuff of oh my goodness the deepest parts of like the spiritual life and faith and everything it's very good yeah. I'm, I'm still mad at you, but it's very good. Uh, so, so. I'd be mad at me. I've been a jerk. <laughs> this is what's clear from this segment. But no, I totally get what you're saying because, like, here's here's where I've been, and I've I've kind of I'm in the same boat of like everything kind of hitting the wall. Like things were rough for a long time, and I I did not have the time, energy, capacity to completely deal with it, and now I have all the time in the world. Um, and I can, I can still fill my days with, you know, 15 hours of working on stuff, putting out content, putting out video, doing stuff for other people, uh, I guess seeing my family, you know, like these, these sorts of things I, I can do that. Um, but like, like really where I've been, like I, I told people a few weeks ago on the show that like my life had had enough suffering in it before Lent started that I decided what I was doing for Lent was just continuing to live my life. And I have never been proven more right in a spiritual decision uh, because God knew there was more coming. And all of you are like, I'm not going to have soda. And I'm just like, everything's terrible, but I can still drink Coca-Cola. So that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, but like, here's the thing is like, it's, it's been, it has been hard for me. It has been, very difficult for me, and I've I've essentially like given up on Lent because Easter is canceled. Because Pope Francis says like most people's lives feel like Lent without Easter, so I don't want to be that person because it's literally the opposite. So like part of me is like I should still pray and and uh, prayer fasting and almsgiving. The other side says I think it's a regular march because there is no Easter. So why am I still doing Lent? Yeah, yeah, I think you know. Most of the time, we get to choose our Lent, right? We choose what we give up. This this year, Lent has chosen you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't care what you're fasting from. This is this is Father Anthony's personal opinion. I don't care what you're fasting from. Stop, because right now you're fasting from the Eucharist. So guess what? You can have your chocolate or your freaking soda or whatever. That's fine, right? Um, and it's it's oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. And that's the tough thing. Like, I'm a priest, and I want to know. I want to know the right things to say to people. Because these people are my children, spiritually speaking, right? And that's a real thing. The people I meet for spiritual direction, you know, they're, I mean, I'm going to have to do that via video phone, which is different and weird and odd. Or just, I don't know, seeing my staff in the office and talking with them. And now I can't do that. I had a, uh, uh, you know, a funeral service today. Couldn't have a mass. Went to the funeral home. They couldn't have their entire family. And how do, you, how do I comfort these people? By bumping freaking elbows with them? Like, that doesn't cut it. It doesn't. And we're all stuck in this thing. And I don't know what's the right thing to do, whether the right decisions or whatever. All I can do is keep going. So if anyone's listening to this and you feel like all you can do is just kind of keep going, I think that's enough. I think that's enough for your Lent. You know, I think it's enough to like squeak out a few Hail Marys if that's all you can do. So what um, you're saying is I'm a prophet because I was on this weeks before everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, just, just keep it on going. That's, that's good enough. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, I mean, that's very Christ-like in a way because... Well, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 but seriously, let's do this. You know, Jesus Christ didn't like 
when he was going to Calvary, he wasn't given like a smorgasbord of crosses and like, Jesus, you can pick whatever cross you would like. No, he was just given one. If you look at Stations of the Cross artwork, whenever it says he picks up his cross for the first time, the cross is always coming in the art from above. Because the idea is that even though, yeah, the Romans gave him the cross or, you know, the, the, the Jewish leaders put him in this situation, ultimately he was accepting the will of the Father. So the cross comes from above. So in a sense, the cross comes from the, from the Father. So right now we've all been given a cross. It might not make a lot of sense. It's going to be real. It's going to be way more real than any other crosses you've chosen for yourself. Like right now, this is the real stuff of holiness. Like in other times, you could be like, I can be a saint or I can be kind of a regular person or I can go to hell. Now it's either like sainthood or hell, right? There's no like middle ground for any of us. And something about that's good. Something about that's a real blessing, I think. Well, I guess um, I need to make a decision because I've been stuck in regular person for my right. whole life. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And Lord's like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to shift this into high gear right now. We're really going for it. And ultimately, God's allowing this because that's what we're going to need to be happy with him forever in heaven. And I don't know, since I'm pontificating right now, everything's passing away. This world isn't our home. We don't belong here. And Christ is going to bring us to heaven if we let him. And so that's what we're going to try to do. You know what's great? What? I got through like one-sixth of the things that I'm frustrated with you about. (laughs) (laughs) You got got a third segment. You you got time. We do have time. This was really good. I think most of the time we never really come into the first segment with a plan. And I had a plan and it was wrecked. And I loved it. You did a really good job. You're like a real priest person for once. I'm trying. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be right back. Uh, we've got another guest, and she has a tremendous name. You're going to want to stick around for this. Don't go anywhere. Father Anthony and I will be right back with someone who's much cooler than him, at least. That's for sure. Don't go anywhere. Father Anthony, you wanted to do new commercials, uh, but the last few weeks it has been my very cute six-year-old doing the commercials. So why do you think that you are better at this than my six-year-old? Now that you say that, I don't because I think the commercials with your six-year-old are maybe the best audio content you've ever produced. (laughs) So I'm very hesitant. I think so too, but I think at the same time it's like we do need to keep it updated because then people – like. I, what I really don't want, because I know people fast forward through commercials whenever they're the same after a while, and the thought yeah. of somebody fast forwarding through my son, just, I, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Devastating. I can't. So we just made a new commercial. It's for sacrilegious socks and the coolest Catholic socks in the world. And uh, go to fortnightcatholic.com slash socks so I can uh, love my very cute son more and more. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's, I mean, that's it. That's what we did. (laughs) Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, still hanging out with the good old Padre Father Anthony. Uh, because I mean, usually he only works one day a week, but even that has been canceled. So he has, he has literally nothing to do, literally nothing at all. Um, and, and honestly, because he's not preparing for homilies, he hasn't been using his brain all that much. Um, so he has nothing much to say. So we had to bring somebody else in, uh, to make up for what is lacking 
in Father Anthony. Uh, Father Anthony, are, are you, okay, you okay over there, bud? I'm upset by how accurate your joke was. <laughs> it cut a little bit too close. To <laughs> What's funny is it, it was completely a joke, and I didn't realize I was being truthful. It's uh, a little I, bit more truthful than I would like to admit. If... Uh, if uh, if I was a better person, I'd apologize. But um, I'm a better radio host than I am person, so I have to introduce our guest today. Uh, our guest today is Taylor, and I know it's very confusing. I got interviewed on this show, which was very confusing a few weeks ago because Liv Harrison's a crazy person. But there's a different Taylor. Uh, Father Anthony, she taught us how to say her name at the beginning. Would you like to go for it? Because I don't think I'm Italian enough. Uh, welcome to Forte Catholic, Taylor Tripodi. There we go. <laughs> Father Anthony, honestly, you have no idea how happy that makes me to hear you say it that way. Like, <laughs> honestly, I cannot explain to you how many times I've been in an event or an interview or anything where people are like, uh, try potty or try po- like I've heard dry booty before. I'm whoa, like, whoa, I whoa, whoa. how could you possibly get that from that? But here we are. So you have no idea how happy that makes me. High school was difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, wait, wait, this would be fun. Who do we think high school was more difficult for between the three of us? I don't think it was me. <laughs> well, I mean, my senior year was by far the most difficult. I, I don't think anybody has a worse senior year than me. Oh, Because tell? that's when my public high school found out I was entering seminary, and it became uh, super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so that might win. Yeah, I think that that might win. Although, I, I was kind of the guinea pig, so I'm the oldest of nine. Mm-hmm. So I went to two different high schools. I, I did have a very hard time because I had to transfer. So that was pretty hard, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything... Um, socially awkward like entering the seminary and having everyone find <laughs> out about it you, so, wait 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 so i i didn't know this you didn't enter seminary after high school no i did i did no, i was talking people, to taylor oh oh yeah no they, they uh they put an x nay on the the women's acceptance into seminary so <laughs> uh, so my senior year was actually really good one of the craziest things you know like 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 even in like high school musical they have like the different groups of people where it's like you know the jocks can't hang out with the band nerds and they can't hang out with the smart kids and like senior year that like, i went to a school where like our, we were 2500 people and we all meshed together our senior year there was no more groups anymore so that was great um but i th- i think uh, i don't know it's definitely not me i could let y'all hash it out between the two of you i did have <laughs> one moment my senior year that was that was really bad that I've never shared before, and uh, for some reason, uh, having Taylor on the show is bringing it out. So, uh, Father oh, Anthony's really really excited. Two and then everything just starts coming out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I the 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 worst moment. It doesn't. I don't think it equals y'all's years. The worst moment was my senior prom. I went with a girl that I didn't really want to go with. My best friend went with the girl that I wanted to go with uh. <laughs> she, because they had gone to the previous dance together. I wanted to go with her. She wanted to go with me. But because I'm his best friend, I couldn't do that. Right. Like there are rules. Oh, so I had to go with her best friend and like tag along the whole time. Uh, can And, and it, it gets worse. Y'all are already hurting for me. The person who led the group was my first real girlfriend from the year before that we had dated all year that we broke up she was running the group so here's poor little taylor not with (laughs) not with anybody i wanted to be with what a grand old time senior prom for the win man oh man i actually feel that very greatly because i didn't even go to my senior prom oh i but i was it was on purpose i kind of 
I don't know. I didn't really want to go with anybody that was at, like that had asked me to go. And I kind of was like, ah, I'd rather just not go. But I don't know. Senior prom is a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. Since we're doing senior prom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this really dramatic breakup with my girlfriend my senior year because I'm entering seminary. You dated and a girl? What? You dated yeah. a human girl. Oh, real one. Yeah. Okay. So I broke up with her. Very dramatic. I'm entering seminary. Everyone knows that's why I broke up with her. Okay. But, you know, the weeks go by and senior prom's coming up. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to go to senior prom, right? Because you. So I went yeah. with this. Uh, so I just asked a different girl out to senior prom, which apparently was not okay. I guess that's not okay. And I ended up in the same group with my former girlfriend and so that was that night of us just awkwardly being in the same group the entire time so what you're saying is we had the same senior prom but should have done what girl taylor did and decided not to go because <laughs> our lives would have been so much better just don't be a weird jerk could you not do that for one night nope gotta what, be a weird jerk Definitely what's funny is taylor made the right choice i went but didn't do what you did. I didn't do what I was told not to do, which is exactly what you did, proving oh, once man. and for all that the priest is the worst person on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I think Father wins out. <laughs> worst person. Oh, award. you Yay. have no idea what you've just done, to Taylor. <laughs> you've created a monster. <laughs> So, uh, okay, Taylor, we haven't even introduced you really yet, but we're having a good time. Uh, you and I met, uh, we were both at Franciscan. I was in grad school, and you were in undergrad, I, I believe. You were you you were young, right when Taylor Swift was popular, and your name was Taylor, and you sang and played guitar. It must have been a difficult time for you. <laughs> hey, man. You know what? To be compared with somebody that was, at the time, one of the coolest people ever is probably not the worst thing. Um, but yeah, I think I was, was I a freshman? When we met, I think, I think so. I was you, a baby freshman. You were really young. Um, I was a baby. So we met. We were in the same musical group for mass, and it was this strange thing. I went to like two practices, and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't for me." And I'm newly married and working full time, and in grad school full time. And Taylor seems to have a handle on this. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so I quit. The first thing you know about me is that man is a quitter. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. Because did we even we did a few? Did we do a few masses together, and then? And then the say lovey. I went. I went to two practices, and I said, "Nah, oh, that's right. <laughs> we didn't even play a mass together." <laughs> I was going to say I couldn't remember if we did actually play a mass, but I do remember. Yeah, we met very briefly, and then I guess I don't know if I if I do we see each other at all on campus after that. I don't. Maybe a few I don't. Times? I don't think so. That so like so time passes, and I leave. I go start working in youth ministry, and then I, I'm starting to come back every summer for the John Bosco conference. So then I see you all grown Lovely. up. You're singing with, with our friend, Bob, uh, Bob, uh, Roberto Arroz <laughs> yes. um, at the conferences. So I'd see you there. I'd be like, Hey, I know her. And, and she's looking out in the congregation, like, please don't talk to me, sir. <laughs> she would only talk to me. This is uh, whenever we are, we are far apart. Like we are now through this, through this zoom call. <laughs> Gotta have this little medium here. <laughs> distance, healthy distance. No, it's good. Uh, so it's been cool to like from afar see your your kind of your. I, I know a lot of people can frown on it in ministry circles, but there's not a better word. Like your ministry career, your 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 music ministry has continued to grow. Uh, it's been fun to watch you've had, You've recorded albums. You've been uh, singing all over the place. So uh, tell us a little bit about about who you are and especially the music stuff because we would definitely want to promote you because it's good stuff. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So 
right now uh, I'm living in Cleveland, Ohio. I did grow up in Cleveland, Ohio as well. So I hear it rocks. Yeah, I know. That's like the only thing you hear about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so it's a it's a it's a great place to live, though. I've I've always loved this place. Um, my family's from here. I'm the oldest of nine, so I've grown up with a lot of uh, siblings, and that's always fun. Um, but yeah, everything kind of came back full circle. So I'm living here now, and um, I've recorded two albums since I graduated. Actually, one of them was recorded while I was at Franciscan, though. Um, and I kind of really fell in love with um, with worship and just uh, songwriting and, and things like that after after Bob Rice and, and the conferences and just being really involved uh, with the music scene, the music life uh, at Franciscan. And um, I was the student head of music ministry for a few years there. So I just I loved like being able to just lead um lead in worship and to pray with people. And it's just, it's one of the biggest blessings of my life. And so um, I was also a youth minister for a little while after I graduated. Um, and then just in the past two years have kind of done this pretty much full time. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been a real blessing um, and God has been working through it. So I'm just really happy to be, to be able to do what he's asking me to do. I'm really grateful. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, we got the pronunciation earlier from Father, but I'll go ahead and say the okay. spelling. So Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R-T-R-I-P-O-D-I.com. You can go check out her music. And then once the world isn't canceled, you can book, book her to come out to your parish because literally all of our lives have been canceled, not just Father's. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, the, the, most, the most potential money I ever lost um was on the super bowl I, I i bet on the super bowl and it wasn't the most money i lost but the most potential money um and then like three days ago i lost three thousand dollars in a day because of canceled ministry events because of this stupid virus uh, 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 isn't that nuts? <laughs> it's the worst it's the worst so i can only imagine doing this full time it must be crazy but um but yeah so we we, we uh invited you to come on and you because you and I re- reconnected at one of those conferences we were at this fall, the youth ministry one, N N C C Y M, all the acronyms. We met at the acronym conference, and uh, we did. <laughs> I got to come hang out at your booth for a little while. A little while it was cool, but um, I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, you know, what's been going on for you recently? And you said this year there's been one specific theme that's been kind of running through the year, <laughs> and you, as your eyes get big, <laughs> if you are if you're listening to this on the podcast you got to go at least check out this part on youtube uh on the forte catholics youtube uh so taylor okay uh this is really weird every time i say taylor i'm like am i about to say something uh what what has that theme been for you this year oh my gosh um yeah so when we were talking about earlier like just things that are going on in my life um you were asking about music and i was just thinking like honestly so far this year, we're only, what is it? Three months in now, (laughs) barely three months into this new year. Um, and I, I think that this year's even just so far, um, only three months into it has been super saturated in this theme of surrender for me. Um, and it's something I really feel like the Lord is calling me to that has been so hard. And I know my eyes keep getting so big (laughs) because it's so like, Oh, it's just like the reality of where I am in my life right now. And I feel like, um, a lot of us can be there. Uh, we can be there in different points in our lives. Um, but I really feel like, especially right now, um, with what's going on in our world, um, and this recent update in this coronavirus and all this stuff, like I just feel now more than ever, like that 
the Lord has really just been working on my heart to just surrender even more deeply, which is so hard because I am such a control freak. (laughs) Um, and I love, I I love to be able to like know where my life is going. I mean, we all do. Right. But man, that has just been a really very big ache in my heart this year, really. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think there's like two kinds of surrender. Like the Lord asks of us. One is like, we have something and the Lord asks us to give it up. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, then we can take our time. We choose to give it up. But there's another kind of surrender that's that's weirder, I think. It's when something is taken from us and we don't have it anymore. Just period. <laughs> we don't have the thing, whatever the thing it was, whether it was like a mental thing or a physical thing, it's gone. But we still hold on to the ghost of that thing, like very yeah. tightly and very desperately. And the Lord wants us to give that up. And I feel like that's way harder. Like the surrender of just accepting that this is the reality you're in. You no longer either have the comfort or the relationship or maybe it's the job or whatever else. Like letting go of what you already don't have, weirdly, I feel like is more difficult than even letting go what you do have. So, Taylor, I need to connect with you here just for a second. Have you ever uh, tuned out during a homily? Oh, gosh, I would hope that I'm human enough to have that be a common experience between everyone. But yes, I have. (laughs) So what just happened was and Father Anthony sees where this is going. So he just walked away. I I definitely tuned out of what Father was just saying. And I tuned back in at the moment where he is like grabbing this invisible ghost. And I'm like, (laughs) what could he possibly be talking about? Because I I tuned out because I realized my door is open. So and then I tuned back in and I was like, what is this man? I I mentally leave the show for 12 seconds and I come back and he's grabbing ghosts. What's going on? Taylor Schroll, that was one of my few moments of actually giving like good priest advice. You know how that happens occasionally on this podcast? You missed it. You missed it. Father Anthony, you're Italian. The Italian's coming out. You're using your hands. You've got to use your hands. It's an Italian thing. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> okay, so Taylor, here's here's kind of where I'm sitting. We've been we've been talking about this throughout the rest of the show. It's like it seems like just wave after wave after wave of stuff is coming. And you've been focusing on this surrender since the beginning of the year. And like one of the things that I find really difficult in the spiritual life is if I start trying to do something, look, I'm going to focus on surrender January one. And then I try to focus on surrender January 15, February 1st, February, not 30th. Cause that doesn't exist. But like, you know, as it keeps going, I'm trying, okay, I'm going to surrender more. I'm gonna surrender. And then at some point, I'm just like, everything's just getting worse. The more I surrender, the worse things get. How have you been able to keep going with all these waves just crashing over you over and over again? I keep going back to this idea of poverty um, and how the more that we surrender, the more we become empty and then the Lord can come and fill us up. So I've kind of just in those moments when I'm struggling so much, what if I just try to remind myself, like I, when I'm trying to fill myself up myself, when I'm trying to be self-reliant, when I'm trying to take matters into my own hands, that's when things just really come apart. Honestly, for me, it's in that posture of like surrender that we can let go of the things that are keeping us from, you know, fully entering into that life that Christ wants to give us. And so like lately when I've just been so afraid, uh, I try to remind myself that it's like when I'm feeling empty, that those are the moments that I I'm in that like childlike posture where the Lord can just come and fill me up. And it's super funny because in, in January of this year, when I was like praying before the Lord in the blessed sacrament, 
I was just thinking, like I was just praying and a lot of times just being a musician, and I'm sure you guys can relate, you know, we, we all love music, but um, one of the, the ways that I love to pray is just with worship. So like kind of like my theme, this is the first year that I've ever had a theme song. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. The reality of like where I am in my life. I'm like, this is just so corny, but like, this is where I am. Um, but there's a song, uh, this song by Bethel. And it's just, I, I can't even remember the name of the song right now, the life of me, but it's so beautiful. There's these lyrics that say, whatever it looks like, whatever may come, I am yours. It's this whole song. It's like, we have no idea what this future holds. Um, we don't know what this year, like I, I just was like praying in front of the blessed sacrament, listening to these, to these lyrics, listening to this song. Um, I was like, whatever it looks like, whatever may come, I'm yours. And like, here we are right now, kind of like what father Anthony was saying about like, there's the surrender where we have to let it go. And then there's the surrender where things are taken away from us and we have to like, just live in that place. Um, and right now we're kind of all in that place where it's like things are just being stripped away from us. But like, I just keep going back to that, that mentality of like poverty, poverty, poverty. Like it's in this poverty when these things are being taken away from me that like, this is where the Lord wants me so that he can come and fill me up. And that's just where I'm just like trying to remind myself that like, that's where I need to be. So. So I know they didn't let you into seminary straight out of high school, but that was a great pseudo homily, much better than whatever the heck Father Anthony was trying to do. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Father Anthony, we need her name one more time before we get out of here. Taylor Tripodi. T-R-I-P-O-D-I, TaylorTripodi.com. Taylor, thanks so much for coming to hang out with us. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. All right, everybody else, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. Maybe Father Anthony will try to explain whatever he was trying to say to me, because maybe y'all got it, but I didn't, because I'm a dummy. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you have Beard Bomb on you? <laughs> I wanted to make sure I remember the name of it, if you ask me about it, because it's it's actually, I actually use it now, and I it's really good. What is that that you're using that's really good, Father Anthony? <laughs> the Beard Bomb. Oh, well. It, Catholic Bomb Co., and the scent I have is Little Way. It smells amazing. And I've used a bunch of beard balms before and oils. But like, seriously, after using this stuff, I'm not going back to any other kind. So I'm excited to try the other scents. But the Little Way scent, oh, it's just delightful. So good. So if you would like to be just like Father Anthony Sharafa, go to ForteCatholic.com slash beard for 15% off your next order and pay for my children to eat Cheerios. ForteCatholic.com slash beard. <laughs> we did it. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Welcome back to Forte Catholic. Uh, Father Anthony and the second best tailor on today's show still here, hanging out. Uh, you want to do that name one more time, Father? Yeah, Tripodi. 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 Hey. I really want to so, like, like eat gnocchis now. <laughs> yeah, eat some gnocchi. Um, <laughs> that's like my last name. I usually tell people it's Trappa. But if you want to like really, <laughs> if you really want to Goomba it up a little bit, <laughs> you go, Shirappa. You're having. I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to use Italian slurs. I'm Italian. Well, that, that's okay. I didn't know that's what was happening. Because you started I, saying something, you started laughing and like uncontrollably and like getting, I'm like, what is happening? Because I was thinking of a worse Italian slur and then I brought it down a notch. 
and somehow I still feel like it was bad, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> so I'm going to just power through it. And you didn't get an apology earlier, but I will apologize on behalf of Forte Catholic mm. for whatever the heck you just said <laughs> to Fair all enough. of our Italian listeners and maybe someone from uh, Budapest as well. So uh, you, last segment, I, I tuned out while you were talking, and I, I am um, going to attempt to only do that 50% of this segment. So you were talking about holding a ghost in your hands. First of all, how is that even possible? Like That's where I came back, and I was like, what? <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I was talking about two ways we have to give stuff up spiritually, right? And so tell me what you think about this. This is what I think. One is you have something and you have to give it up, right? So maybe you have to give up the job you have and choose a different one. You have to, I don't know, let go of a certain spiritual practice and take up another one. Whatever it is, you have it. The Lord's asking you to give it up. You choose to give it up. The other one is... Something is taken from you, right? So like right now, a lot of stuff has been taken from us from the coronavirus and all that stuff. And after it's been taken from you, you then have to accept the situation you're in. So even though it's gone, you're still holding on to it in some way. So it's like you're holding on to the ghost of the thing, which you can't do, but you're still trying to do desperately, right? And I think that second way is sometimes more difficult to give up than the first way. Okay. I think I understand. I understood everything until once again you're trying to hold a ghost in your hands, and apparently you've never seen Ghostbusters. No, that's the point, though. That's why it's a good image because you can't hold on to a ghost, but you're trying to, just like you're trying to hold on to the old situation that's no longer there. It's a good metaphor. I'm sticking so, to it. No, 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 no. I'm going to fix it for you. A, a block of ice. You hold on to the block of ice. What happens mm-hmm. to that block of ice? It gets all melty and goes away. There you go. <laughs> But I think, but like, but, okay, we're gonna fight over metaphors right now. But the point is, like, the thing's already gone, right? I will Maybe die on get... this hill. I will become a ghost, and you won't be able to hold on to me. No, I will pray for you, and you will go straight to heaven, sir. Okay. He but yells like, at me while pointing. I will make you go to heaven, you punk. You have never seen me preach. That's how I preach. I just point at the crowd. <laughs> you can't go to mass this Sunday. That's something that's been taken from you. It's not a block of ice. It's air. It's gone. You can't hold. The ice has been melted already, right? But a lot of us are still trying to hold on to that idea. Maybe we're really angry and we're thinking angry thoughts about our bishop or whatever else. I think my bishop's awesome. He told me I don't have to go to mass for a few weeks. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm sure, like, you're being a little bit silly. I know you are because you (laughs) like mass, even though it's crazy. It's hard to bring your family there. But, like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, sweet, I don't have to go to Mass. I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. Remember that whole saint, regular person, or demon? Yeah. I'm still regular person, bro. Still I go back regular. and forth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. Catholicism regular again. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so coming to you, I've got uh, – I can't think of the word. I had a great joke in my head. Make Catholicism oh. regular again. Uh, what are those little uh, crackers that you eat to make yourself regular? <laughs> like or fiber? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the fiber one bars. And I've got some uh, – uh, what are the little things that you eat to put bacteria in your be- in your belly? Yogurt? No, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. What are the thing in yogurt that makes it good? A lime oh. is – probiotic. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. My okay. goodness. So yeah. remember that moment 30 seconds ago where I started uh, – you said something and immediately I started talking? 30 seconds later, the great joke hit my head, and it was way too late. (laughs) Forte Catholic, the probiotic of Catholic podcasts. Making you regular again since 2015.
Okay. Uh, somebody's listening to this on the toilet, and it's, it's, it's just really funny for them. Um, hello. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, what were we talking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghosts and... There's two kinds of giving things up. Oh, yeah. So... You, you said the second one is, is more difficult. I personally am much better at the second one than the first one. Because okay. in the second version, I yeah. can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't my choice. I'm better in those situations than like, I'm going to choose to give something up and I'm like two weeks into Lent and I'm like, yeah, but I can have fast food. <laughs> I said right. I could give that up, but it's not under pain of mortal sin. I can have, but this one, it's like, Hey, your life is falling apart. Uh, you're losing a ton of money and, uh, uh everything's terrible. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to push through that because there's nothing I can do about it. Both situations. I'm eating a lot of fast food though. <laughs> <laughs> But I think you bring up a good point. I think some people are better at the first one. Some people are better at the second one, right? Because some people, when something's been taken from them, they obsess over it. They think about it all the time. They can't move forward. They can't accept the situation they're in. But they're really easy. It's easy for them when God asks them to give something up because when you choose to give something up, it feels like there's a little bit more control over that. You know, I think people can be better at either one, or maybe sometimes we're just bad at both because giving stuff up is really hard all the time. Anyway, I think it's funny. I think, I think, uh, I think it's obvious that we are on opposite spectrums of this. We really are. (laughs) (laughs) Which, which says a lot. I'm just like, Hey friend, my whole life's falling apart and I have a ton of time. You want to hang out? And you're like, I also, everything's falling apart, and I don't want to talk to anyone. Okay, bud. I'll be here when you're ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, something else happened this week. We just got, like, a bunch of random stuff here for this for this final segment. There's a St. Joseph story. Am I remembering correctly? So it's St. Joseph's feast day. Am I remembering yeah. correctly? There was this crazy thing. You called me about it. There was a crazy thing where somebody else was preaching at like an interdenominational thing. Wasn't it about St. Joseph? Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. I told ha- you about Have a, you shared uh, this on the show before? I have not. Should I? I, I guess I have to now, right? I think so. So he, let me share mine while you collect your thoughts. Um, yeah. I'm just, I don't have any content on this. I'm just, I've got to give mad props to John Blevins. One of, you know, our friend, our co-host here on the show. I will never give props to John Blevins. You hear no, that, John? No, 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 never. You will after this. Did you see his okay. tweet about St. Joseph? And maybe maybe it won't be as funny to you because you're, you're, your name is father, but you're not actually a father. It's very confusing. <laughs> I saw his tweet and it said, in honor of St. Joseph, I won't be talking to my family today. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny because it hits on the virus because we're all stuck with our families and we're all tired right. of each other. Um, and then the other thing is St. Joseph not talking. I thought it was the greatest tweet of the week. Props to John Blevins. You know, I, I saw the way Twitter works. I saw that you liked that tweet. And I did think to myself, Taylor would like that tweet. I do like it. <laughs> it was good. It was a good tweet. I Objectively do. speaking, it was good. For sure. Okay. Okay. okay so St. Joseph's story. Story time. I work at a... Presbyterian College. No, basically. correction. You worked there. <laughs> None of us work anywhere. I used to work at <laughs> a Presbyterian College before they canceled all the classes, and I can't see my students anymore, and I miss them so much, and I'm sad. Okay, but when things were normal around Christmas time, they have their Christmas vespers. So I went to the Christmas vespers, and it was really wonderful because. I mean, this is college students, um, so they had an orchestra and a choir, and like. I was hearing hymns beautifully performed, more beautiful than I've ever heard in a Catholic church, you know? So I'm like praying and singing the hymns or having students doing readings, and it's great. The other minister there, who's kind of like the head of all the spiritual stuff on campus, 
great guy. He's been very good to me. You know, he's invited me to all these things. He's wonderful, 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 wonderful man. It's his job to preach at this thing. And it says on the program, because Protestants, they name their homilies, basically, right? So it's the uh, Don't the you wonders. put that word on them. Their sermons are much better than homilies. <laughs> okay, their well, sermons, not... they name them. They they you you say that priests do work one day a week. Those Protestant ministers, I'm calling them out. They really work one day and, a week. And for if those you of you who are in... listening, he's pointing again. <laughs> I know. If you can spend an entire week on one sermon, you're not busy enough. Okay, that's not true. I know a lot of Protestant guys who they 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 work really hard. Okay, anywho. His is called The Wonders of St. Joseph. And I'm like, awesome. I can't wait to hear him preach. You know, I love St. Joseph. He's my dude. I use his icon for the ordination card when I was ordained to give out to people. I love St. Oh, Joseph. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Because St. Joseph someday. is the most famous Italian saint, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So during the, the program, we're both sitting on stage and he walks off stage. And I'm thinking, you know, he's in charge of this whole thing. Maybe he has to take care of something. But, you know, a few songs and readings go by and he's still not on stage. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be the only cleric on stage. So I, I go sit in the crowd. And it gets closer and closer and closer to when it's, it's his time to preach. And I'm freaking out. Where is he? Has there been some kind of emergency? Is a, is a student sick? Well, I have to get up and preach. What's going on? It's right before he's about to preach. I don't see him. All the lights go down. And then one spotlight goes up over a little workbench. And out comes this guy. And he's dressed as St. Joseph. He's got a big old beard. He's got like a, a worker's apron. He walks out. He says shalom and a few other Hebrew words, which God bless him. I think he mispronounced, but he did his best. <laughs> it wasn't and a sentence. Does... It was just random words. <laughs> it was like shalom, l'chaim, or something, whatever, you know, and then he... How many different ethnic groups do you think you're going to offend this show? Well, I got two down, you know. Um, my grandmother might have been Jewish. That's another story for another time. Anyway, so he begins just to tell St. Joseph's story in the first person. And I was just dying laughing the entire time because it was just, it wasn't necessarily adding anything to the story. He was just talking about, well, first of all, he was talking about how much he loves Mary and can't wait and can't wait to marry him. And just marry her. Sorry. Yeah. Whoa. Marry her. <laughs> this, this got interesting real quick. I know. I know. It wasn't that bad. Like, he loves Mary. Can't wait to marry her. And I'm like, just hearing someone say that out loud. I'm like, you're not allowed to say that about Mary. Because <laughs> you're not really Joseph. It's weird when you say it. But he just did this whole thing. Coming from the guy Joseph. who's in Persona Christi all the time. You're not someone else. You can't say that. <laughs> but I got ordained. I got oil on my, on my hands that made me a different thing. <laughs> okay. For those of you not watching, his hands are going amazing. He pointed at his head. He said, I got oil on my... And he pointed at his head, and then right at the last minute, he said, hands. <laughs> right, because oil on your head, I think, is for a bishop. So I'm not a bishop yet. Or a baby. Same thing. <laughs> or a baby, right? There's um, a connection here. Would, <laughs> some of my friends would say, I am a big baby. But anyway, it was just the weirdest thing. You know, people talk about how, like... I, I, that's all I'll say. It was really a very odd experience, but I loved every second of it because it was weird, but I wasn't in charge of it, so I was along for the ride. Well, good. I'm very proud of you. Uh, right. That's suddenly how I feel on my own show. 
and you notice that I laugh into my microphone, and you still work walk away by I four feet. I can't. I'm bad. I'm You're bad. I've got bad microphone etiquette. Oh boy. A couple of things to plug, and we'll see how long this goes. By the way, I have one more thing about your storytelling. Don't ever okay. say there's a story for another day, because then all of us are like, what's we have to go through? What story am I more interested in? And again, exactly. I start to zone out because I'm I like, I did that on purpose <laughs> because part of it that's fun for me because I'm messing with you. So well. Uh, also, it doesn't make me a good storyteller. It really doesn't, but it's fun for me. <laughs> now I'm still thinking about you grabbing ghosts. So a uh, couple things. There's there's a lot going on. Obviously, we are putting out extra content as much as possible. So there there have already been two podcasts a week for a couple weeks. We're going to try to continue to do that. We're putting out some YouTube uh, exclusive stuff. So Forte Catholic on YouTube. You subscribe there. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing is uh, me and a buddy of mine like a decade ago wrote Stations of the Cross uh, reflections, just like you would do on Friday, but they're um, kind of uh, more, more modernized and for a, uh, like a young adult uh, college student uh, high school audience, because uh, that's when we wrote them and we wrote them for essentially for ourselves. Like what, you know, what would we, what would be good for us, right? So Father Anthony and I are going to be recording that and getting that out soon. Um, so we hope that you can pray along with us on the Fridays of Lent, because as much as I like, uh, as I like to think that Lent is canceled, apparently it's still going on. So um, we're going to try to continue to do that together. Um, myself and Father Anthony, uh, he's joining me a couple of times. Uh, we are streaming, which for those of you who are older than the age of 14, it means we're playing video games together, hanging out. And uh, you can watch, and, you, and just like like a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live or whatever, you can comment, and you can be a part of the community. We're doing that on Mixer.com slash Forte Catholic. Okay, uh, I feel dirty just plugging all these things, and I have more. Oh, can so... I plug my thing real quick? <laughs> no, I'm still so mad about that. I'm still so mad. This is one The Desert Fathers Podcast. It should be on iTunes soon. Google it, The Desert Fathers Podcast. Okay. Before Taylor cuts me off. Yeah, this is all being edited out. So, uh, Father Anthony has decided that he wants to be on everybody else's uh, everybody else's podcast, and finally decided he wanted to do one for himself. And I'm so mad about it uh, for reasons we can't get into. <laughs> A couple other things. Uh, so, you, my friend, were on the Quizzical Papist show live at right, SLS, right? Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I was a contestant on it this past week. Can I tell you what happened? Yeah, how'd it go? So uh, we went in, and I was on a team with two other people against Mecca because Mecca wanted to be by himself. Amazing. Uh, if you're if you're on Twitter, you know who Mecca is. If not, you think it's a place that Muslims go uh, to pray. Uh, very different things. Uh, <laughs> but also the same. Just kidding. In no way at all. Father Brad Doyle, who was on uh, the our podcast earlier this week and yelled, and it was amazing. He's um, great. He's so much Big fun. Fan. He told us on the last question, I was like, we lost at the end and, and we were winning the whole time. And I was so confused and like, what are you even talking about, Father Brad? And I was like, okay, whatever. We we lost. Congrats, Mecca. You know, I, I kind of raised a fit and then I was like, okay, let's be a good sport about this, right? You want to know the message that we all got the next day? What? Father Brad telling us that he was wrong. We won. Ah, <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst. It was the I had to sit with my defeat for 24 hours. And now I don't know what is better. Actually winning in the time or like letting Mecca feel like he won and then crushing his soul. Well, the thing is like you, you won, but you got none of the glory of winning. That's the worst. I think that's no, the worst. That's I, terrible. He edited it in that he edited it in before he published okay, it good. that we won and he had to like uh, eat some humble pie. It was great. So well, that's uh, good. Yeah. I was on his show, the Nick Longo show, 
Um, there's a bunch of digital ministry stuff going on. The, the Be Not Afraid conference that myself and a bunch of other my co-hosts who answered their text messages this week are doing. So go to Stacy Summero, S-U-M-E-R-E-A-U. Digital conference, some of the best speakers in in the Catholic world, and, appara- and apparently me. They let me come on. I'm hanging out with Allison Sullivan. Um, check that out, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Uh, Father Anthony, I- I'm glad I'm glad you're back in my life. I missed you. I missed you too. I'm sorry. I'll be a better friend, maybe. All right. Maybe. That's that is so true. I'll be back next week. See ya! All right. Well, you've replaced my son, Father Anthony, uh, but he doesn't know what Patreon is, but you do. So make your pitch. Yeah. So patreon.com slash forte catholic. He and said that's where assuredly. You can help support. Yeah, it's where you help support the show. And the thing is, you get really cool audio bits of basically Taylor, like, all out fighting with most of his co-hosts and guests. Like, you don't even realize the content you're missing, but you get (laughs) so much if you subscribe and donate to the Patreon account, Forte Catholic. There you go. Yeah, because as most of you know, the show goes on to Catholic Radio. There are many things about Taylor's role that can't go on Catholic Radio. (laughs) So go listen to the shit over on Patreon. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. <laughs>